Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Turn it off, Jack. Turn it off? The whole thing. Turn it off, Jack. Oh, no. I don't... Ooh. This is a real gear change. Don't tell me you've run out. I don't want to. I like this I'm, game. I don't I, want to stop playing this game. I haven't run out. Don't go back to saying hello in different languages. No. <laughs> <laughs> about that. It's like your brain blocks it out. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Surprise we built such a following after, <laughs> after those early years. It's, it's not thank a, you to everyone that stuck through them. <laughs> it's, um, I'd love to laugh along. With that. Who doesn't love memory. to laugh? That's what we come here for, three friends yeah. having a laugh. Nah. I'm not, I haven't run out. Good. Of little fun things that we could be in different worlds. Groups. Yeah, different aspects really? of various groupings. But I'm not sure whether I can do another one ever again. What's happened? You definitely can. Last week on the show, um, may, you guys may have seen this in the emails. Oh, no. Was this about... Um, Protons, neutrons, electrons. Yes. <laughs> Science there was, wonder. There was, there was some heavy <laughs> feedback on the email. Yeah, at the I've start of the show. I've attacked so hard, Jack, in emails yeah. online. You must have felt as small as a quark, Ando. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the smallest of the subatomic particles. I accidentally gave the description for an electron when I was describing a neutron. <laughs> <laughs> And Which then, is a little bit uncomeback fromable. <laughs> yeah. And then when I was describing an electron, I gave the description of a neutron. That mm. was swapped. Yes. And we're all yeah. culpable, uh, really, because none of us even corrected. Yeah, you didn't jump I, in, Ham. Oh, really? Because if you listen, I've actually saw a few of the emails that do highlight Ham tried to to say, oh, I'm not sure about that, mm. but I was cut off. <laughs> anyway, one for us to listen out for. <laughs> You're writing into yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, that came in from Jill Saunders. <laughs> I've received personal text messages. Sure. From a lot of different people. Yep. And this is the kind of thing that in the mm. 20s actually would have ended a career. Yeah. Like remember when like, you know, you look at, if for anyone that's seen Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. around about that time where everyone's presenting papers, you goof up like this, yep. you don't come back. This is an own goal in the World Cup final. Exactly. Like, this is this would be a career ender in the physics world. And the hatred and and you know, please explains. Mm. Would just, you say the emails were positively charged or negatively charged? <laughs> Certainly <laughs> negatively slanted. Right. And Electrons. It just obviously kept building and building, and then the media obviously had to pick it up. It's been a tough week. So there's a huge story that went mega viral online. If you've opened the newspapers, a lot of the front pages... There's been a lot of angst in local newsrooms mm. about this. It genuinely took us all by surprise, and this is really... It's become a lightning rod. We're all disappointed when Hamish and Andy... Hamish and Andy... Hamish and Andy... Got it wrong. Really made a big mistake here. Fundamentally wrong. This is a failure bred of historic proportions. Plummeted to a new low. They're the problem! Identified as the main spreaders of false information in the country. Why was the intelligence wrong? And 
the first place. How did they get this so wrong? Experts have called it a massive wake-up call. We haven't taken this issue seriously enough. U.S. President Joe Biden has threatened sanctions, including aid cuts and visa restrictions. The Justice Department is investigating this. Deliberately false stories manufactured to fool you. Like, it might have some truth to it, but like maybe a word of truth, but not the whole truth. People have a duty to research their own information. I don't know if there's a role for the government, but I feel like there could be um, some outside body that sort of put their stamp of approval. Just makes me even more suspicious. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet. It's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. Australia cannot and should not back down. We are a self-respecting nation that believes in justice, transparency and accountability. The Prime Minister has demanded an official apology. The New Zealand has registered our concern. Give him it one, was factual, And of course that would concern us. Look, I think it was deliberately provocative. It was offensive, oh, rightly no, no, condemned no. by all parties and by the Australian community. I think we are united as a, as a community in our context. Of it. They're sickened by this, they're uncomfortable with it. Quote, my staff is up in arms about this. It's as if you don't see the harm that you do to somebody. The explanation about what happened has changed and the communication has been troubled. They'll try and offer excuses. And we all can't wait to see yes, we will. what they are. <laughs> and here they come. You know as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes in my role, like, you know, we're joint presidents of the show, Ham, and we have advisors. Yep. We have a person that hands us cards as we head out to speak to the masses and we're in a rush sometimes. We oh, can't this be is a buck pass. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a shirk. Mike is in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't if, expect a shirk. Yes. If this shirk, was, shirk, 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 shirk. All was I do is shirk, 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 West shirk. Wing or House of Cards. I don't remember the president getting up and going, I was handing the wrong thing. No, but someone always Someone's has to take the blame and someone yeah. has and to resign. And it's not the president. And it's not the president. Are you going to push Mike in front of a train? <laughs> <laughs> that does happen on House of Cards. That's, <laughs> no, I won't do that, but... Generous. Mike... So you're saying Mike handed you the wrong definitions of subatomic particles that I've caused last week's... I've still got a piece of paper. Science gate. And it says that neutrons... Yep have a negative charge, which in fact they have no charge. They're neutral. Hence the neutron. And, and I, I don't know if we've got audio of the instance, but I definitely remember trying to speak up against that injustice. <laughs> but then I go, wait, he's got the paper. It's his game. Mm. I didn't do chemistry at high school. I just hung out with the legends that did. So maybe, <laughs> I've, maybe I've remembered it wrong. <laughs> hey, it did remind me though of something else that happened last week. When you received an email from yourself pretending to be a person called Darren. <laughs> no, I I spoke on behalf of, as the government liked to call them, Scott Morrison, especially the silent majority that I believe were out there. And I sent an email in accurately saying what I think a lot of people were thinking. Well, this is what you thought a lot of people were thinking. I think he was tipped off. I think you've got a rat in the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sadly, I think the rat is Mike. I do think that might be the case. <laughs> goes, yep, hate to say it, boys, you've got a weasel and a rat in the studio. <laughs> it's a goddamn rodent fest in there. For some reason, Mike is in this deep and it stinks to high heaven. <laughs> Flush him out. Interesting, Ando. Mm. So even so, I thought Mike was a rat for the pizza lotto scandal. Mm. But it turns I'm out thinking. he was a rat. Handing you the wrong info. That's two shows in a row with possible rat-like behaviour. Come on in, Mike. 
come now, on in because he is it is possible, the- Ando? Mm. I smelt a rat, but mm. I just smelt him in the wrong room. But I did my, so my brain was scrambled a little bit, but I was smelling rats. Mike, look into our eyes. Tell us cheese isn't uh, your favourite food. <laughs> <laughs> Are you purposely sabotaging our show? Yeah, that's a fair question. I would never do that. Oh, uh, that's not an answer. I'm no. Well, <laughs> okay, well no. <laughs> that that that's just someone saying I'd hate to do that. Yeah, that could still be true. Mike, are you purposely sabotaging the show? Because we know you work on a lot of podcasts, and and perhaps on your, on your one email of the, signature, ours wasn't even at the top. Yeah, when that's you, true. You, you used to have other podcasts that you work on. Ours was like, and oh, by the way, I do a little bit with these guys. Like it was just Mike, so insignificant on your email signature. Look, as someone that follows you on Instagram, enjoys the content you put out. Mm-hmm. I see you. You're doing very funny stuff. You've got your own podcast. Mm. It does technically make, given that we're really asking for people's attention when you do a podcast, Mm. we're extremely grateful that people would choose to spend their time with us. You've only got 24 hours in a day, Mm. so there's a limited amount of attention people can spend on podcasts. You've figured this out. You've seen us as a competitor for attention and you've slowly begun to white out the show Mm, by doing very offensive things like handing us bad science facts. I made a mistake. That's the reality of this situation. I that is very big of you. I made a mistake, and the truth is, I failed year nine science and stopped science at school. Oh, it's one of those levels. We should put some music behind that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize it was going to turn into a sob story. Continue the story. Can you? Because this is now this is very rich. This is rich. Oh, I failed year nine science. I cheated off a guy called Michael Perks and got caught, and they gave me a fail for the whole year. And did you really? Yeah, because um, I was all, I was notoriously bad at science. Did they but you were on a scholarship. No, yeah, you're on a scholarship, <laughs> half scholarship, Ando, half scholarship. No, I, they were unrelated. There's, yeah, they they didn't remove. The but surely there would be a clause in the singing scholarship um, yeah, you that you bring. had to you had to be of good character. Yeah, you might have brought all the brought all the other choralists into disrepute. <laughs> What I can I say? Is. Maybe I was just that. Or maybe I was just that good at singing that they they just didn't No one cranks out of him like this kid. <laughs> We've got to keep him like a star footballer who's playing up on the weekends. <laughs> Come on, ten strike policy. Um, okay. okay, so that's so, Mike. When mm. you realised, okay, I've got a good grouping here of subatomic particles. That's a fun way to start the show. Yeah, you felt nervous and you were unsure mm. of the descriptions. Well, can I say? Andy and I probably agree. These are the hardest parts about making these shows. No, it's not. The, har- <laughs> the hardest part. The hardest thing about the Hamish and Andy oh, podcast. I'm skis. I'm a toboggan. <laughs> yeah. You're a snowboarder. Now what do, are we? Now the things do. people use in the snow. <laughs> now All do. right, guys, go home. That's the hard bit over. <laughs> no, but now do 20 more of those. You know, no, not 20 in a whole day. I have to I have crank like these out. Once a week. You know, I get to the... We do 40. A year, Mike. Let's be clear there. So if you are doing 20 a day, that's two mornings of work for the year and you're done. I know, but, like, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, we record on a Tuesday. Yeah, the, re- sub, the sub music, the sub music stopped. We, we, it, okay. This isn't part of the sobbing. This, isn't this part hasn't turned out to be the, the confession. Okay. okay. Probably lost a lot of... Yeah, no, I don't think there's a lot of sympathy out there for that. There was... There was <laughs> What a, an array of emotions we've just gone through in the last four That's minutes. That's true. What, what turned what? into a loving embrace? It turned into a witch hunt, a rat sniff, a loving embrace, and then back to a witch hunt. Yes. Um, one thing we heard that we never hear on this show yep. 
is an admit of a mistake, which I think killed, was yeah. just very refreshing. That was nice, wasn't it? Like Admission actually the buck stopping with someone rather than it being <laughs> 50 <laughs> passes around the back. Like usually foreign. the buck is passed around like yeah. someone trying to protect a 3-1 lead in the 85th minute. <laughs> so... Can I also like a new jumper? I'm not sure how that feels. <laughs> yes, show. it I'm was strange sure. to hear. We might have to put a warning at the front. <laughs> like some podcasts have, you know, like warnings about sensitive content and yeah. stuff. We could say, look, you know, if you're a fan of the Hamish Annie Show, someone on this podcast will admit fault. Yeah. <laughs> and, Something you're not used so if to. that if yeah. that's something you're uncomfortable hearing from this show, yeah. maybe go to another episode. But what I'd like to suggest, Mike, is that in the past when we've had these type of problems. We've asked for apologies in song. Jack, you've yeah. been on the receiving end of having to apologise for his song. It's the only way to apologise. It's the language of sorries mm. on this show. You've got a half scholarship in singing. Mm-hmm. It just felt like if you're happy, could we give you a week, mm-hmm. you come back and apologise in song for us. Yep, and I'll apologise to your face. Like, I made you look like an idiot. I and wasn't an idiot. I, I, <laughs> well, a lot of people were saying Andy <laughs> looks like an idiot. And, and that will stick now. I will. Even though, even though we tried to undo it, there'll always be a there'll always be the slight stink of idiot on him. Yeah. But I yeah, I'm happy to uh apologize via song. We'll get Mike, this is absolute this should be in your wheelhouse because it's mm. just like year nine. Science has let you down, so the music will bring you back. <laughs> I normally Hopefully. ring the bell, but Mike, you haven't brought it in. <laughs> oh no! Add that to your song. I I actually think that's one of Carly's roles, <laughs> and it's nice to have some buck passing back. <laughs> ding ding! And uh, mm. on this show, we like to scour the lands for people with incredible special skills. People self-nominate hamishani.com if mm. you do have one. And you want to fill out the form there or just drop us a line about anything. Occasionally, though, one will come up where you look at it and you go, okay, this, how, how does this happen? Something's yeah. going on it. Like, you know, this is not, this is, is like almost, kind of is this, this is, this is true X-Man ability mm-hmm. because it's the heightening, the extreme heightening of one sense, mm-hmm. I believe. Okay. His name's Joshua. And I'll preface this by saying he has worked in banking for 16 years, doesn't work there anymore. Okay. But it is a money-related special skill. Mm-hmm. He joins us on the line, Joshua Ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, Joshua. Um, Joshua, would you skill? like to tell Ando what your skill is? Well, uh, Ando, I can smell the difference between a $20 note and any other you know, note or denomination. Smell the difference? He's a sniffer. I know. He's a note sniffer. I to double-check you didn't... Say, so see the difference. <laughs> spell or, or spell the difference. <laughs> 20, T-W-E-N-T-Y. Hang on. O-N-E. I would have assumed the print, It's all made of the same stuff. The mm. print ink and the plastic would be the same stench. No, so it's, what? I, I, th- I think it's something to do with the red ink. Um, it's, have, you, uh, have, have other people tried this where they can also smell the difference? Uh, no, no, not that it, well, it's not something that I've walked around and go, except, can I check your wallet? Can we dip, work this out? This is, um, yeah, it would no, seem no, like no, a scam. Never. Does it have to be a Excuse me, sir. <laughs> can, can you pull out two yeah. bits of money and let me hold them and sniff them? Yeah, I promise like I'm not going to run away. Yeah, um, okay. Does it have to be a fresh note? Uh, no, no, it can be, uh, so it doesn't matter. It needs to be like a, like it can't just be one note. It's got to be like in, in banking, you call like stacks and folds. So like 10 notes or 100 notes. It's got to be, it's got to be, you know, a, a, a few. And is it only... Oh, hang on. So you you need you need more than one to get enough oh, aroma. Yeah, I, could, 
Yeah, yeah, I could, couldn't do it just off one. That'd be, that'd be. Oh. be <laughs> now, now it's beginning to sound like a heist. Sorry, mate. Party. Well, I mean, you've come to the right show, though, and you've got always got yeah. a bunch of stacks and folds on you. Yeah. Up a hundred notes. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you just uncuff the briefcase you always have handcuffed to you and just, um, what have you got in there? Well, can you identify other notes than 20s or is it just the 20 that sticks out? Just the 20. So it's just have hundreds. Andy hasn't seen a 20 for a long time. <laughs> I mean, no, no use. <laughs> okay, so it's. Andy's it's, fascinated. So would you say the money? Non greens? So the, <laughs> how quaint. Um, the, what, to buy a single P or something? <laughs> Well, you're in the same. <laughs> I don't know what you've got going on at Channel 9. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, Josh, yeah. talk to me. So is it the same ink potentially for the fives, the tens, the fifties and the hundreds, and it's yeah. the red ink of the 20 that has a different smell maybe? I, I think it's something to do that. So for me it smells a little bit like match heads. Okay. Uh, and so that's that's the that's the closest thing I can think of. This is interesting. Now, I'm I'm actually a little bit curious because it says you worked in banking for sixteen years before moving on to real estate. That's what you say in your email. Were you yep. let go due to the sniffing, or do you feel like <laughs> do you think you'd sniffed enough and it was time to move on after sixteen years of sniffs? <laughs> Just uh, decided to take another path. Right. Okay. You did? And can you say? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was decided. <laughs> it was decided. It was decided by. We mutually agreed Martin. upon. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sniffy. I think we've had enough, mate. Uh, now, can you, can you tell the difference between a Ray White pamphlet and a First National pamphlet? <laughs> <laughs> this is a two bed, one bath. This could be a three no, bed. It, it needs, to be, needs to be a stone real estate one, I think. Okay, oh, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Wrong ad, wrong ad for wrong company. Well, hang on. Can we put Josh on hold for a second? Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Um, he's on hold. He's kind of told us how he does. I mean, yeah, no, he's what, given away. His where's secret. he lived? Do you know what about lives? this? He's in. Okay, Central Coast, New South Wales. Could you train know. him down to Sydney. That is cheaper than an airfare. Yeah. But what about a, this? It's also funny to see a man sniff money, isn't it? Mm, that mm, is true. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen it a fair bit. Obviously, being friends with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> followed by things like that. Smell that, Hayne? Has the sweet, sweet smell of success. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Um, here's the thing, though. Would you give it a go, Ando? You... Oh. What I was thinking was if we did it next week or something, mm-hmm. we could get you to have a sniff of some bundles. Okay. And if you can't get it, then yes. I would be interested in seeing him get it. Yeah. But if you can, I mean, have we just discovered a fun little trick? I think that's probably right. I think so. If we got me a, a set of a set Stacks of stacks and folds, and if I, I I suppose I just smell a bunch of them and go, this is the one that smells different. different. Yeah. yeah. No. Or do we leave any in the, another room, like a dog with a like a tracking dog, and you get the scent of the twenty, then you have to find it. Like a dog. <laughs> That's different to the skill that Josh is doing. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Plus, Jack, if you do? jump on my side here, <laughs> yes, be boy, yes. beard boy, we do get to see Andy do it like a dog. <laughs> no, no what like you do is we, ha- we have five stacks of money on yeah. the bench yeah. and we take you in another room and you get the scent yeah. of the 20s yeah. like a dog. And okay, then you've yes. got to match it. Actually, I Then, like Jack, this, yeah. you bring him in on yeah. a lead. <laughs> And you have to smell the, there'll be one of the bundles will be 20s and yep. you have to sniff it like a dog. Yep. And then you woof when you're at the yeah. <laughs> yeah. you woof when you're at the twenties because you should be able to smell the difference in the bundles. 
Yeah, okay. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next step, Andy's money's sniffing dog challenge. Jack goes, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, (laughs) it doesn't. It doesn't really. Um, Like if Beck turns up to visit halfway through this, it won't make sense. (laughs) And if it does make sense to her, that's a real worry for our home life. Oh, you guys do that as well. Oh, you're doing money sniffing dog. Cool. Yeah, he's good at that. (laughs) We'll tell Josh. Fellas, a couple of weeks ago, I did did a few things that I enjoy all at once. A, put gear to use. Oh, um, yeah. Bought gear. Bought actual camping gear. And went with a buddy of ours, Hugh, to do a few nights alpine camping, right? This is something we've had booked in for a long time. And it was just like an idea that we were like, let's go... Let's do something difficult, bit outside of our comfort zone. And it's just, it's basically like we went with a guide and you learn how, like some basic mountaineering stuff, like camping in the snow. snow. Yeah, Yeah, camping in the snow. So we're in the snowy mountains in New South Wales, right? Like near Jindabyne kind of thing. So you're in the snow, you're out there like no more than five to eight kilometres from a car park. But you're in the (laughs) back country. Like you go over a few mountains, so it looks, and it feels like you're in the snow. So you're kind of just like learning how to make camp in the snow and all the difficulties that comes with it. Great fun. Had a ball. And I took a photo of Hugh and I, like it was on our last day as we were were hiking out and kind of like beautiful day. We're in front of some gum trees. Just a nice photo, Mm -hmm. right, to remember the day by. I put something on Instagram and it was was the effect of, hey, great few days away with Hugh in the snow. I tagged it summit of Mount Everest, right? (laughs) Thinking, because we're in front of gum trees, sarcasm. That's sarcasm. That's sarcasm, yes. This is where you learn, don't be subtle on Instagram. No. Right? no. Never be subtle. People, People only give you a there, second scrolling. Yeah. not there to understand the subtleties of your caption or your tags or whatever. So there's me in here in front of the gum trees. I go, great few days, um, uh, great fun to summit Mount Everest mm. with you. Um, great few days in the mountains. We were just going to go to the snowy mountains in New South Wales and learn some mountaineering skills, but we decided to push on and do a midweek Everest summit instead, (laughs) and I'm so glad we did, right? (laughs) Then I even said, beautiful to see the summit gums out. Um, Very rare this time of year in Nepal to see the summit gum trees. Great fun, blah, blah, blah. I thought that contained enough comedy mm. or no, I, jokes. I picked up on the fact that you, you got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and we, I know, think we know because we, we saw, saw him on Tuesday, so it's weird that he was... That's true, but I still Everest, think he's... And I, I think hadn't <laughs> seen him on Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't <laughs> think he's at the summit of Mount Everest, which doesn't have any trees. There are grows. no summit gums <laughs> no. on Everest, even summit spruces, summit pines. Yes. Anyone that's any seen a doco, quite barren up there in what's known as the death zone, you don't often find. <laughs> there's just no forest-type activity. However, this is one of the ones where when you've been doing something for a few days, like your head's in it so you think it's an obvious joke. And because we were out there with this legend of a guy, this American guide called Robert, who mm-hmm. does guide on Everest and stuff. So he's, you know, here we are in like at like 1,500 metres elevation, but he's telling us about life on 8,000 metres. Yes. He's telling us a lot of Everest stories and stuff. And so we perhaps were coming from the knowledge that when you climb Mount Everest, it takes about two months to climb Mount mm. Everest. Like you're on the mountain for about two months. You climb up, you climb down, you climatize. It's not a week. About, it's, not a, it's not a week. It's not, there's no such thing as a midweek Everest, <laughs> even if you got direct flights yeah. straight into Kathmandu. It's yeah. still, a, still quite a time-consuming climb. So I think that's why I thought mm. this will definitely sell as comedy. But, of course, 
if you're not into mountaineering and you don't care about this, no, you don't know that it's too much to climb it. Mate, the amount of people. So in the comments, there's a fair few. I sort of posted and I saw the comments coming through going, wow, that's amazing. You know, my brother did it two years ago. Like, you'll remember that forever. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. My cousin was the first oh, to do it without yeah. oxygen. You're yeah, so, yeah, and also, yeah, we're just smiling like no oxygen, no Sherpas. Like, like, beautiful day. Like, you probably could see some man-made structures like behind Robert who took the photo of us. So I texted you and I said, hey, just give, give you just a quick heads up. I... Thought I made quite a clear joke on Instagram. I said, I think some people think we went to Mount Everest, not the snowy mountains. Mm. He goes, that makes so much sense because um, <laughs> someone that I work with here at the Resilience Break has just congratulated, sent me a very heartfelt email <laughs> congratulating me <laughs> for summoning, right? Then during the week, I actually, I ran into Lee Sales, oh, right? right? Host yeah. of Australian Story, former 730 report. Yes. And she did the thing that... Again, everybody, you're forgiven for doing it because mm-hmm. you just flick past and you go, right, that's what that person's up to. And, yes. you know, we're all keeping track of hundreds of people. So she goes, hey, did I see you're at Everest? Well done. I went, no, sorry, <laughs> I think you've fallen for it as well. Um, and she'd t- yeah. hate that because a journalist like that. And I was like, Lee, you check, you check facts. Like her whole life is very yes. fact-checky. So I was glad I was able to give her the context there. What I did realise, though, is... Like, A, I'll never climb Mount Everest because I have no interest in climbing Mount Everest. Or and nearly dying, yeah. Well, you have to risk, you have to, you definitely have to be willing to risk your life to mm. do that. Huge amount of respect for the people that do, but I have zero interest. I'm, I'm in the Neverest camp. Yeah. The other reason I never climb it is you get absolutely no kudos for it because I spent a week, I've spent the last couple of weeks with many people thinking I've climbed Mount Everest and you get, you get a very casual well done. <laughs> yeah. These days, it like, doesn't yeah, match yeah, too yeah. much. It is yeah. so not yeah. anywhere near yeah. what I would be expecting for climbing. Close, close to a 5K fun run. Yeah, it's <laughs> what you get for city to surf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well done, mate. Climbed Everest. Did you get a finish this medal? Like, are you joking? I sit down. If I climb Mount Everest, you'll hear about it. You will be here about it for three hours every time I see you. And then I'll think of more things I didn't tell you. And I'll show you photos and I'll make sure you know how uncomfortable it was. Like, yep. no way. That would be my advice to anyone who's thinking of climbing Mount Everest yes. for the kudos. Careful. You don't get it. You won't get it. People don't care. <laughs> Guys, we've talked about this on the show before, where there, if there's an early declaration of losing touch and you bring that forward to everybody, yep, that perhaps we looked favourably. And I wondered whether I, we should... I think, I think if you remember that episode, I self-declared almost everything in my life <laughs> yes, <laughs> to give right. me immunity, immediate no, immunity. You've racked up, up a lot more since then. No, but friend. I kept it general. I said any living arrangement, any clothing arrangement, any purchase, any holiday. Well, what I wanted to do is go a bit more specific. Okay. I've got one to declare, and I wondered whether if we had more of a church-type cathedral you know, setting, and it's a confession. Are you looking for forgiveness? I'm looking for, well, you guys can choose to or, forgive me or, or not. Or are you saying that the church is known for looking the other way? <laughs> I'd prefer that, to be honest. <laughs> I would prefer that. Okay, so you've gone but, to a place that has, in some pockets, a history of looking the other way. Yes, I've got something to declare. I feel like it's going to come back to you. Okay. And so... Like we'll hear about it? You'll hear about it. I don't want to be drawn across the hot coals on this show. Is, is this something to do with your new house, the haunted house you're no. turning into a mansion? Nothing, ah, right. nothing to do with that. Because I had someone mention something. No, you've got no, a TV in a dog's room or something. <laughs> 
is not oh, true. That is the dog not... ha- even having its own room must be very nice. One of the dog mm. rooms, yeah. That might be true. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Wow, we. Wow, What's in the dog's room? I, I think it's a TV. I think it's a TV. I think the dog that. might have a little golf sim. <laughs> Sticks him. <laughs> the dog's got Oculus and it's chasing virtual sticks everywhere. <laughs> we'll come back to that another time. But I've got something else I need to get off my chest. Okay. okay. So if you're happy for me to um yeah, step well, into step into the this. step into the con- enclave. Yeah. Yeah. And um So uh, Hamish and I in the confession booth on yeah, the yeah, so okay. I'm going the big door now. Is this your footsteps or are we all on your back? Because <laughs> <laughs> there is only one pair of footsteps. So you're in the confession booth. We're already upstairs, are we? That's I'm getting into it now. Ah, ah, brother Andrew. <laughs> what brings you before us? Forgive me, guys. Because I've certainly lost touch with the common man in recent weeks. It's been, it has been prophesized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bit of backstory. Yes. I flew into state to watch a football match, AFL. Must be nice. <laughs> and we must all chant, must be nice. <laughs> and uh, flew economy. 23. Have you always flown economy when going into state? <laughs> no. Brother Andrew, might I remind you, you're in the church of the common man. You must tell the truth. Yeah, not always. Let the bishops speak. <laughs> Does the priest usually dig for extra dirt? I don't know. I've never been to I confession. Feel, either have I. No, this isn't, I feel like this isn't confession, this remember. Isn't confession. This, is, this is more like a board hearing. <laughs> now, Brother Andrew... Has thy, have you always flown economy no, in the state? No, but, but so, Brother Hamish, ah, I'm so, not sure if you have either, so let's not throw I, too hard a pebble in oh, a glass but I, cathedral. I think whilst my pebble might have weight, I don't think you have the boulder to throw back. So, of course, I have also been known, and I repent to fly business in the state. <laughs> However, Brother Andrew, have you always flown commercial? I went. Brother Andrew. I must ask you, have you flown commercial? Always business or economy commercial? Let me get to the end of my story. (laughs) 23D on the way up. On the way back, I took a private jet. This is not the incident in question, is it? (laughs) But I just thought I'd get a quick warm-up confession out of you. (laughs) So that's what's happened. Okay. And I just wanted to acknowledge it. That is this the first time you've flown private? No, I've flown with you guys. It's true. It's hard to. That's annoying. Yeah, he's got us <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, we yeah, did cool, fly cool, cool boys in the yeah, front. Cool man. Boys, yeah. That was but... a very little jet. <laughs> it was. It was very small. <laughs> that was to use, to use brother Jack's terminology. That was entry level private. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, being tall, so, you almost had to even in your seat. Yeah, I agree. Your head yeah, a little yeah, bit. I agree. Would have yeah. preferred Jetstar. They <laughs> <laughs> at least have full headroom. Yeah. Yes. So um, on the way back from a recent game, a friend of mine said, how are you flying back? I said, just on Qantas. He said, cancel it. Come with me. Wowie. Wow. That's quite a friend. So you ha- your friend has a private jet? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Access Jack, to one. Jack. Access to one. Name the last friend you hung out with <laughs> that wasn't us and the vehicle they have to get around. All right, the last friend would be been Radio Mike, who has does have his own car, but for <laughs> six <laughs> 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 but, private car. But private for the last, <laughs> what are you, the, 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 the bus cancel it. 
go myself a private. I can just call it a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got his own car, but. <laughs> Brother Andrew, might I remind you not to mock the common man? You were here confessing. Don't mock. No mocking. But Mike has a weird arrangement with his brother where he lets him drive the car whenever he wants, so much so that for the last three and a half months, his brother's had the car and Mike hasn't seen it. He's That's too generous of an arrangement, Mike. He doesn't have a private car. He has almost a public car. Talking about the bus and the tram, Mike's always like, well, I can't. It's not really easy for me to get there on public transport, so I won't come. Yeah, right. Because his own car is with his brother. And my friend doesn't have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Your friend seems to enjoy much travel. Is the common man part of it? I took some photos. Like, that's not common man. That's just that's, that's just thirst trapping. No, that's that's influencer behaviour. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't post it. No, I'm just not. saying. But everyone would take photos on a private jet yeah. because that's the. No, they, I would they, hope so. He didn't. Yeah, but he owns the jet. Yeah. I didn't say as a guest the of the other, jet. The other thing that happened that common was, man is sneaking on. Yeah. As a <laughs> fake <very> steward. <laughs> Did the, you the other, get a refund for your Qantas flight that yeah. you didn't take? Yes. That is common man. Not to just let the money disappear. Fly. And oh, then, but it's Andy we're talking about. Of course you got a refund. <laughs> yes. Not wasteful. And then the other thing, when we got there, you know in succession how they have the car just parked like out on the runway and then yep. he can just walk straight down the ladder and got into the car? Brilliant. He had that. I didn't have that. I had to walk out and yeah. get an Uber. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, couldn't get the Uber on the tarmac. <laughs> yeah. I'll allow, we will allow this brother Andrew, mm. purely based on succession. I'll allow anyone to ride on a private jet once. Um, because you can pretend you're in succession. Yeah. Or in Andy's case, twice, because we have been on one before. Mm. Mm. Now, who would you say you are? Kendall. Uh, you're a Kendall. Yeah, unfortunately. Jack, <laughs> you're not a Roman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, got I don't think I'm in the show. Greg. 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 <laughs> we've got Greg over there. Sorry, so spot on. That's okay, because yeah. I'm probably Shiv. <laughs> Hey, credit where credit's due, and I want to just look across at my good mate over there and say you've had a great idea and it's taken fire. And so um, obviously Cheeky Boy Toilets have really taken the world by storm. Yeah. This is our Google map we invented for not, well, non-traditional public toilets. Yes. Um, Toilets that can be accessed by the public Mm. if they know where to look and how to play the game. Yep. And uh, we've so far had 478 locations added around the world. Wonderful. Um, one in Antarctica, which is great um, for people who find themselves down there. And, well, and it's actually water. really, you need it because in Antarctica, I mean, this is the, well, Antarctica is a wonderful place for many reasons, but it's also a continent where something that's generally discouraged, which is pooping behind a tree yeah. or whatever, is actively discouraged in Antarctica. Like you must go in the toilet. And it's hard to find for, a tree. Just for, and there's no trees. <laughs> but I mean, but even if you found a, a snow mound, mm. huge no-no mm. to poop Keep on Antarctica. There. I mean, also just for the metaphor of like trying to protect the planet. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you got to keep it pristine in there. So, yeah, very important. Even on expeditions and stuff, there's like toilets up the mountain. Um, so, Aim, 
what people are doing is they're adding where a, a toilet might be a sneaky one where if you are busting, you can access it, they're yeah. clean, they're fun, and, and you're happy about it. We can hope. I quickly throw, talk, give you an update on my butcher's one? Because mm. I That's have right. one near my house out the back of a butcher. Mm. They claim to have been on to me for, they say, weeks or yep. months. I don't believe that's true mm-hmm. because I have never been caught in there. Mm-hmm. I had a moment the other day where I thought it was all over because I never, I actually haven't been back in the butchers after we've read this correspondence because, really? well, you just it's, don't like yeah, go. Yeah. I, I thought I was getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. And they completely, you know, they were like, well, we know who you are and we know what you're doing in our toilet. And I've talked about, I've mentioned the fact that I'm happy to clean it, happy to contribute, just cut me in, you know, yep. bring me in as part of the team. I went in there the other morning mm-hmm. and was doing the right thing, being very, very clean, cleaning up on myself. I actually replaced the toilet roll, mm-hmm. but, you know, trying to be a good guest, but came out of the toilet mm-hmm. into the back alley behind the shops. Who should be approaching me? But a man dressed as a butcher. in what could only be described as a butcher's outfit. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the apron, the, yeah. you know, blood on the apron, mm-hmm. beanie and stuff. And we lock eyes. Mm-hmm. And I just think, oh. What are the chances? Yeah. I've been done. Someone's taking a break right now. Been done. He approaches me, mm-hmm. nods, walks past me. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, what's going on here? Gets in a truck. He's a delivery truck. He's a butcher <laughs> deliverer. He's a meat. <laughs> he literally <laughs> was the, he, he was, yeah, he yeah. was the, he was the truck driver. But dress, dresses as a butcher to take the meat in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he probably is a butcher. So he's. So you're not, but, you're not done. I'm not done, but mate. In that moment, oh, I mean, yeah. what are the chances? If you're robbing a bank mm. and you walk outside the and there's a cop there and it turns out to be a stripper, you're like, <laughs> okay, well, I did think, I thought for a second you were a real cop. And I had a moment where I thought I was gone. But I, to my knowledge, I'm still undetected in that toilet. I'm proud of the amount of locations on the, on the uh, Cheeky Boy toilet map, but also 82,000 visitors so far to, to utilise it as a tool. I like to think that that's 82,000 comfort. Com- more comfortable toilet stops mm. because of that. Hey, what worries me now is like because it's going huge yeah. um, and like what happens with, with any kind of startup, quality control needs to be required. And so you and I discussed maybe a little tour. Uh, I thought to, that might be nice. Yeah, so in, in maybe next week. Jack, do you want to come and have a wee with us? I love that idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what we go to, we just pluck some out of a hat and go and test the quality. Yeah. 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 And just yeah. see just how. Just go for yeah. a little... Like a kind of like a you know Hollywood stars tour, yeah. homes of the stars, but more of a cheeky boy toilet urban and tour. Do we divvy up the toilets, or we we just why we just pick one each? I think we yeah. maybe pick, yeah, we maybe pick one each, and we take the other guys and go. This is why I liked this one. <laughs> this is how we get into it. This is what they're and promising. Maybe, yeah. We should have a lot of drinks, drink a lot of coffee, drink a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when we get there, maybe we all need to go. Maybe one needs to go. Yep. Yep. Maybe in and see if it's prom- if it's meeting expectations based on what was promised on the website. Usually with the Cheeky Boy toilets, mm. you know, I would say 90% of them are single toilets. Okay. So as opposed to like, a, you know, the, you get the hotel ones and stuff yeah, like yeah. that that have four or five toilets in there. But a lot of the time it is that it's a, it's a poorly guarded cafe toilet yeah. or it's a back alley toilet mm-hmm. or it's, a, it's an office, you know, small business shared toilet yep. that you can sneak in. Here's the, a couple of people providing the code too, which I really appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. that's, so could, we, well, there might not be, you know, we're yeah. not all going to go in there and have sword fights. So no. we, but we might, but we might not, no rules. Let's go for a tour. Love it. Love it. Thanks for listening. 
The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.